0: Listening to Nightlight.
1: Yes, and welcome once again to Nightlight. On the show today, I'm very happy to welcome back onto the program, I think maybe for the 12th or 13th time, Melvin.
0: We have a guest tonight
2: on Nightlight.
1: Melvin, it's great to have you back once again in Uganda.
2: Oh, thank you, Simon. I'm excited to be here.
1: Yeah, I believe this is your sixth mission trip to Uganda within the last four years. And each time you come, you're bubbling over with fresh Bible classes to teach here, there, and everywhere around Uganda and East Africa. And you've only been here three weeks, but we've hardly even seen you. You've been so busy teaching. In fact, you were telling me that this has been the most intense time of Bible teaching that you've ever experienced.
2: I guess in the in the three week period, I think I've been teaching uh, morning, afternoon, and night,
1: uh-huh.
2: <laughs> and traveling to Fort Portal, Barara, different places.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I think the Lord kept me busy with this uh, new class that God gave me yes. before I left the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm so excited to share that with everyone. And yes. people's lives are are just blossoming because it's almost like they have never heard it before mm-hmm. but it's been in the Bible all these years
1: <clears throat> all these years it's been right before our eyes and that cues us nicely for the opening song from Ray Brannan.
4: And you can't even sleep at night I don't know your future I can't tell you what it is to come But I believe there is a solution For every problem under the sun
1: That's Ray Brannan, right before your eyes. And with us in the studio is Melvin. Melvin, you just came back last night from teaching in Western Uganda. You're off first thing this morning to teach in Ginger, near the source of the River Nile. Uh, You got delayed in leaving by an hour, so I've managed to grab you and pull you into the studio to ask you to share with our Nightlight listeners the topic that you and those that you've been teaching to are so excited about uh, the topic of the new creation. I
2: think every time when I come, God gives me something new that he wants me to focus on, mm-hmm. apart from studying you know, and time or teaching and time. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing this time. Switch off and switch on to Nightlight. So we're going to start with uh, a verse from 2 Corinthians uh, 5.17.
1: Okay, let me just find that.
2: Because this uh, revelation that we have from the word on the new creation, but sometimes we don't put a lot of uh, emphasis on that. Right. And I think, uh, according to Paul, that is one of the most important things that uh, he was teaching Mm -hmm. was to help uh, the born-again Christians or the Christians of his time to get their mind renewed to this truth. Right. That as a new creation, you're almost like a new species. Yes. And so along with your new creation comes a lot of benefits <laughs> and a lot of understanding of that new creation gives us many spiritual advantages mm-hmm. that we would not have had if we don't have that knowledge.
1: Right. Well, let me just read that verse, Second yes. Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is... A new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new.
2: Yes. Now my understanding of the new new creature was like, okay, I received Jesus Christ and now my life is changed. But I kind of stopped there. But this new creature is a completely new experience in the spirit world. Wow. You know, it's not just a physical thing that we go through on a daily basis. Like sometimes, you know, you just go to church on Sunday and you experience a little bit of uh, worship or, you know, the pastor reads you something. Then you go home. But this new creation is actually living in the Spirit. Even though you're in the flesh, you understand? Mm-hmm. We're living in the Spirit, experiencing everything that Jesus died for us to have. Mm-hmm. You know, and so this new creation is it's not just being a Christian. Mm-hmm. It's not just knowing the Old Testament or even the New Testament, but it is like you're starting a new birth. Mm -hmm. And with that, all of your growth is going to be in the spirit world. Mm. And then it's manifesting into the physical world through the promises that God has given us. Mm -hmm. And so the new creation, of course, it is done in the spirit, but to achieve it or to receive it into the physical, you need to have faith in what the scripture says about the new creation. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the first verses that uh, God gave me on this new creation is John one twelve.
1: John one twelve says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name.
2: So that's the starting point of the new creation. We received Jesus Christ, we believed, and he gave us the power to become the sons of God. And now in First Peter one twenty three, it says being born again, not of the corruptible seed, but of the incorruptible seed by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Now in modern day terminology, we can look at it as like, say, when I was born, I got a seed from my father Mm -hmm. and a seed from my mother. Mm. You know, the Bible says it's a seed. I mean, you Mm. can call it sperm and egg. Mm. And so the information that was needed of how I look, you understand, how tall I'm going to be, all of those things was in those seeds. And then when they came together, say I was born, and when we come into the world, my parents, you know, they would look at my fingers, my nose, my eyes, looks at everything and says, hey, oh, he's complete. You understand Mm. that there's nothing that is lacking Mm. now the information that was on the seed through the DNA I start growing I start looking a little bit like my mom or my dad Mm. you understand and so I'm growing up to be this person that was uh, I was designed to be Mm. in the physical of course in the you know spiritually and intellectually I have to change and so in 1 Peter 1, 23, it says we are born of the incorruptible seed mm. of God's word that liveth and abideth forever. Wow. And so now this seed that has come into us, you understand, just like you're born in the in the physical, the information that we need to grow into the spiritual person that God wants us to be is already in there. But it doesn't grow unless we use the promises and the word of God to renew your mind. And as that happens, this seed starts bearing fruit. Mm. And now the Bible says we start having the nature Mm. of God himself. You understand? And so instead of uh, me before struggling so hard to overcome my sin, you understand? Yes. And my problems or my addictions. Now the knowledge of the new creation gives me the power and allows the nature of God to start growing in me. And so now it becomes easier for me to overcome addictions or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sins that, or fear or worry or whatever bothers me because now the nature of God is growing in me. Mm-hmm. But sometimes as Christians, we receive Jesus, we say we are born again, right? Mm-hmm. But then we don't allow that nature of God to start growing in us because we don't spend time reading and studying on this new creation. Mm. And so we bypass that and then we now try to attain to some righteousness or to attain to some goodness that we think we have to produce. Mm -hmm. But just like my mom and dad gave me the seed, God had programmed it. Okay, I'm going to be 5.6 or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go brown. I'm not going to have blue eyes. Same thing with in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus in John chapter 3, that which is of the flesh mm-hmm. is of the flesh. But that which is of the spirit is of the spirit. Mm-hmm. See, he was making a distinction. And so something in the spirit happened when we were born again. Mm-hmm. And so this nature that God has The same nature that he has, he wants to impart it to us, and he has already done it. The Bible says you are born of the incorruptible seed. Mm -hmm. But just like when a baby is born, if he doesn't nourish himself by drinking the milk, Mm -hmm. all of those fingers and eyes and all, they don't come to the full potential that God intended for it to be. Mm -hmm. And there's a good chance the baby could just die Mm -hmm. or not even grow to be what, you know, the parents wanted it to be or what God wants it to be. And so the new creation is, in my opinion and in my experience that I've been getting in the last couple of years when Mm. I've been studying it, is that it's one of the most important messages Mm. that Christians who have been born again should receive. Mm. Like if I'm teaching uh, people that that have not come to the Lord, I would teach them salvation message if I'm teaching born-again Christians, my main message is that your mind is renewed to believe in this new creation.
0: Encouraging you how very dearly Jesus loves you. You're listening to Nightlight.
1: Let's just take a break for another song and give our audience a chance to digest what you've shared with us so far. Here's one from Zach Hendricks, and I love Zach's versions of some of the well-known Christian classic hymns.
5: Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine Heir of salvation, purchase of God Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood This is my story Perfect submission, perfect delight Visions of rapture now burst on my sight Angels descending, ring from above Echoes of mercy, whispers of love This is my star this is my song, praising my soul. The mission, all is at rest. I and my Savior are happy and blessed. Watching and
3: waiting,
5: looking
0: in the midst of the storm, you're listening to
1: Nightlight. And we're very happy to have back with us on Nightlight, Melvin, who's visiting from San Antonio in Texas, where he is a Bible and math teacher at a private Christian school. He has some very inspiring testimonies about that ministry in the US, which I'm going to ask him about on another program. But today he's teaching us his latest hot topic about the new creation.
2: Yes, Simon, for me, uh, most of the time when the Lord gives me a class, He lets me experience it, Mm -hmm. you know. So for me, when I come here and start teaching it, it's almost like, you know, it's not just a class, but it's something that I have been experiencing it. And since I shifted my mind to studying on this new creation, Mm -hmm. uh, my life has started to change. Now, every time I get, you know, a trial or a battle, or something that's coming against me, I I kind of switch back mm-hmm. to the mindset that hey, I'm a new creation. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Now God has given me power, God has given me so many things to overcome oh, this problem that's coming against me. Mm-hmm. And so instead of getting fearful or worried or going under it, I have a you know, almost like a perfect peace mm-hmm. on how to handle that. Mm-hmm. And so and that's because of the new creation. Otherwise all the other classes that are taught, they are important. You know, freedom from mm-hmm. fear or uh, thought patterns or renewing your mind. But this one, I feel, is the one that is given me a real push. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Uh, to enjoying being a son of God. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because yes. the Bible says the creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So even though we are sons of God there is a manifestation of that being a son.
3: Mm.
2: You understand? It's one thing to understand that, okay, I'm a son of God, but then you leave it. And then you start living in the world Mm. like you're just like a normal person. Mm -hmm. But here, God doesn't want us to be a natural Christian. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You understand? He wants us to be a supernatural Christian. Mm. A Christian who knows he's a son of God and... He's experiencing it. Mm. And while we are doing that, the manifestation of being that son of God mm. starts coming out into your into your life. Mm-hmm. So even though God has supplied everything for us in the spirit, mm-hmm. faith is the bridge mm-hmm. that connects to that grace and everything that God has supplied mm. and draws it into our physical life. Mm. Understand? Mm-hmm. it's not automatic otherwise everyone who got born again would automatically be experiencing that mm. uh, born again life but it is supplied you know and so our faith in the word of God in the new creation actually draws these things easily into our life so whatever we need it just keeps coming because we know uh, who we are now in right. Jesus Christ right. okay so look let's look at that verse verse uh, Colossians 1:13
1: It says who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son.
2: Yes, I memorized this verse, I guess, you know, from 1987 or 89. Yes. <laughs> and I knew, you know, I've been delivered yes from the power of darkness. Yes. But when I look at it from the point of a new creation, yes what it basically means is the deliverance is already done. And that's the beauty of uh, the New Testament. And when we study the New Testament, we have to be looking for the tense. Is it the past tense, the present tense, or is it about the future tense? Mm. And amazingly, almost all the promises of God in the New Testament Mm. is in the past tense. Wow. You understand? That Mm. means it's already done. Wow. Just like Adam, uh, when Adam was created, God created everything Adam needs. Yes. The sun, the moon, the air, the water, the plants, Mm. the trees, the animals. Once he created everything, then he created man and put him and supplied all his needs. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yes. And so all Adam had to do was to enjoy what God had already given him. Mm -hmm. You understand? And maybe name the animals or do a few things. Mm. But God made sure that everything was already supplied for him. Mm. And we call it nesting. Mm-hmm. You know, like birds before they they hatch their eggs, they have a nesting, like they prepare everything mm-hmm. before the, you know, the chicks or whatever comes out. Mm. Same thing with the humans. Almost in every culture when they know the baby is coming, you know, they are preparing for everything that the baby needs. Of course, you know, you're poor, you can do so much, you're rich, you can do much more. Mm. But the nesting is there. And so through Adam, when he sinned, we lost that. And now man had to work and sweat and get, you know, Mm. whatever he had to get. But when Jesus came and when he died on the cross and when he rose from the cross and from the the grave, God sent us back to the Garden of Eden. You understand? Mm. Not in a physical way. We still have to work to earn our money. But he supplied through Jesus Christ everything that you need for the new creation. Mm. It's already there. It is supplied. But the knowledge of what God has supplied gives you the manifestation of that particular supply. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You understand? And so my prayer life has changed. Mm. Like instead of praying, God, please go with me when I drive in a car, my prayer has changed to God, thank you for going with me. Because I know the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is inside of me. So why would I say, God, please go with me? Mm. He's already inside of me. Wow! So now my prayer life has changed to like, hey, what do I already have? And what I already have, I don't ask God to give it to me. Mm. I just ask God to help me that it might manifest in my physical life. Mm-hmm. You understand? So the knowledge of the new creation is one of the most important things in the New Testament. Yes. Because Jesus said, I have many things I want to share with you, but you're not able to bear it. Yes. And Peter, John, all of those, they were not ready for that. And so Paul, God has to raise up Paul, you understand, and give him a new revelation about the grace and about the new creation. Mm. Because Peter and John and all of them, they were not able to receive it because they grew up, you know, as Jews and they grew up with Jesus and they had their mindset in certain areas. And so when Paul came, his teachings are almost like an extension of what Jesus would have taught. You understand? Uh, So Paul is the one that continues uh, what Jesus was teaching about grace and then the new creation. And so for me, that is so exciting. I've been delivered from the power of darkness. And now that message is so important here in Africa especially because a lot of the born-again Christians they they fear demons and they fear this and they fear that and witchcraft or generational curses or things like that, you know. Of course in the West it's more like materialism and all of those things. But I have been delivered from the power of darkness. Mm. And so every work of the darkness has been destroyed by Christ. Mm. And now I'm translated or transferred to the kingdom of heaven.
3: Yes.
2: And so when the power of darkness tried to get control or tried to get me to fear or worry or something, I have the faith that I have been delivered. You understand? All he's trying to do is getting me to fear so that he can have power over me. Right? So if you lack the knowledge that you've already been delivered and you're transferred to the kingdom of heaven... Mm then Satan has power over you. Hmm. You understand? And so once you are transferred to heaven, what does it mean? Hmm. Like say I was in the United States a month ago. Now I'm transferred, I'm here. Hmm. And as I'm here, I've experienced things of Uganda. Hmm. The Ugandan food, the Ugandan beautiful climate, you understand? The nature. I'm not, you know, in states right now enjoying what is there. I've been transferred. And so everything that... The kingdom of heaven can give you you can actually experience it in this life but you have to believe that you've been delivered from the power of darkness Mm -hmm. and have been translated
0: like a candle in the night it's nightlight
2: yeah so Simon I was I was talking about how as a new creation before we were born uh, God already supplied everything that a new born-again Christian needs, mm-hmm. just like he did for Adam. This was not there in the Old Testament during the time of the law. It had to happen after Jesus was raised from the from the death. And so he prepared everything for this new creation. Of course, he gave us his own DNA or his seed for us to grow in his nature. And but all of these things are supplied in the Spirit, you understand so let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 okay verse 3
1: it says blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ
2: see the minute you receive Jesus Christ and you're born again God has supplied everything that we need all spiritual blessings in heavenly places so We are already blessed with everything that you would need in this life pertaining to life and to godliness, but we fail to receive it because our faith in the promises that God has given about the finished work of Christ is not there. And so what we are doing is we are still begging God for something that he has already supplied. I mean, I was a great guy on begging. I could beg God for hours, asking God to give me something. But now with this uh, revelation of the new creation, I know what my Father has already supplied. Like when it comes to healing, in Isaiah 53, it says, by His stripes, you understand, you are healed. And in Peter, it says, by His stripes, we were healed. See, the word healed is in past tense. So healing for your body is already supplied. But if you don't have the promise and you don't believe the promise that he has already supplied, then it cannot manifest into your daily life. Mm -hmm. Now again, when you pray and pray, sometimes you have a breakthrough. You understand? But once you receive this knowledge, then things start becoming much more easier. Mm -hmm. You understand? Like my tooth, I was explaining to you, it was was loose, Mm -hmm. it was infected, and I went to the dentist and it was going to be A lot of expenses and she said I have to remove many of my bottom Mm -hmm. lower tooth I mean teeth and so I just went home. I said, God you provided my healing already. By his stripes we were healed. Now Jesus supplied your healing by taking all of the whipping that his body was completely broken. Mm -hmm. Now Jesus did not have to do that for our salvation. Salvation means forgiveness of sins and then we going to heaven. He didn't have to do that. All you have to do was die on the cross and spill his blood. But he took the beating first so that healing is already provided for every child of God. Mm. You understand? Now, the there's a funny thing about that. It's like, what if Jesus took the beating and his body was broken and he refused to go on the cross and die for our sins? <laughs> you understand? Mm. You might not be saved in that sense. But do you know your body can still be healed because he fulfilled the promise and the prophecy that his body will be broken for our healing mm-hmm. See, of course he went and did both for us so mm-hmm. that we are made whole mm-hmm. understand so by his stripes i am healed it's mm-hmm. already provided mm-hmm. but once our mind is renewed to that fact and we believe in that more than we believe in the natural circumstances or the pain, or the thing in the, in our body, then it starts to manifest, mm. you understand? Many people have been healed just listening to the promises of God. Mm. Nobody praying for them, you understand? Just automatically, the word of God, they got the faith, hey, look, Jesus has already healed me. He supplied it. Mm. Now, we were, I wouldn't get up in the morning and say, Jesus, please save me, you understand? Mm. I want to make sure that I'm going to heaven. If I keep praying that, that means I don't believe that his blood has Mm. cleansed me from all sins. Mm. But same thing with his body. Mm. His body was broken for our healing. Mm. It is done. It is a finished work of Christ. Mm. So now when I pray, I don't pray, God, please heal me. Mm. I say, Jesus, thank you uh, going through those stripes and that your body is broken for my healing. Mm -hmm. Please help it to manifest in my body. Mm. Do you understand? Of course, God has given us the also the power mm. to speak to that sickness. Mm. You understand, mm. and command it to go, because mm. He said, "I've given you power over all diseases and over all sicknesses. Right? And nothing by any means can hurt you. It's it's ours. Mm. But so our, my prayer life is changing from praying an unbelief prayer. When I say unbelief means I'm mm. saying, God, you have not supplied, mm. and so you give me something now to accepting what He has done in my new creation and praying accordingly to what God's Word says.
6: I see you searching to find relief in a sea of pain Reaching for
3: answers
6: of why your life had to be this way Face the fear that grows in your mind That life goes on and leaves you behind Don't know how long you can keep on waiting For some light to shine When it's been so long since you felt no pain When your hopes are dim and your dreams seem vain When your
3: world
6: is dark and your night is long no sign of the morning sun When you're all alone No one seems to care Even the prayers you pray Seems to go nowhere Faith will find a way If you don't give up Everything will change When the healer comes Let Jesus draw near you There is healing touch in those tender hands Yes, he can hear you His heart has suffered and understands That the lessons that we learn in the dark Are the ones that make us all that we are And his presence shines like an angel So long since you felt no pain. When your hopes are dim and your dreams seem vain. When your world is dark and your night is long, and there's no sign of the morning sun. When you're all alone, no one seems to care. Even the prayers you pray seem to go nowhere. Faith will find a way if you don't give up. Everything will change when the healer comes. When the answer does not come right away, that's the time hope.
1: comforting song there from Richard Hansen, When the Healer Comes. Of course, Melvin, healing is a huge topic of its own and just a subtopic of the class you're teaching now. But briefly, do you think it's God's will for everybody to be healed of everything? Or can there be reasons why, like in the case of the Apostle Paul, there may be reasons why the Lord doesn't heal a person right away? What do you think?
2: Seven, I guess we can have a class on healing. Uh, maybe another time because it's such a big topic and it has so many questions and controversies and I'm not an expert on that. I'm still learning to receive my own healing that God has already provided for me. So let's go back to the new creation. So we're going to go to uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. This is Paul praying for the Ephesians.
1: That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him.
2: Okay, so this knowledge of Him keeps repeating in the New Testament all over. It is a knowledge of not just knowing that Jesus is Son of God, because the devils also know that, but what He has provided for us while He died, you know, when He died, is the most important knowledge that we can get. So Paul is praying that, you know god will give them a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him yes. so sometimes when we read a scripture we read it like for information and so we get information but the revelation comes when we meditate so that means we repeat the word over and over and say god give me all that it has you understand yes. and so now you get the revelation of that and see that's that's very very important because yes. you might listen to a preachers preach and you get excited in your mind but you come out and in two days you forget about it because you didn't really receive the revelation revelation comes by spending time on that verse Mm. so sometimes i just meditate on one verse throughout the week Mm. i just take it and i go over it and over it and over it and ask god god is there anything else and then god gives me something that i never knew before and it's, it's like a key that i needed for that particular revelation so Paul was praying that, yes, the God will give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Look at uh, the next one, uh, verse 18.
1: It says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that he may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints.
2: Okay, here Paul is actually talking to people who are saved, mm-hmm. you understand? But they were walking by sight and not by faith. And now Paul is praying that they, the eyes of your understanding can be enlightened. Mm. See, that is how this new creation come to manifest. Because even though we have two eyes, we see everything, the eyes of understanding has to be opened. And now you see things more deeper than you saw it before. Mm. Like in the Old Testament, I think it was Elisha, and his servant were in a place, and the Syrian army, I think, was surrounding them. Right. Right. You understand? And when they woke up, the servant saw it with his sight. Yes. And he said, hey, Elisha, look, look all these guys are gathering around us, and we're going to be killed for sure. And so Elijah, Elisha said, hey, they that are with us are much more than that is surrounding us. And he was like, what do you mean? It's just you and me, nobody else here, <laughs> So, and I of God opened his eyes that he can see. And when he opened it, he saw the host of heaven, mm-hmm. chariots of fire, and everything around was so much more than this army. Mm-hmm. And now that is what Paul is talking about. It's like your eyes in, in the understanding, in the spirit, has to open to be able to see the new creation that mm-hmm. you are. Otherwise, we will still, as a Christian, live in a natural lifestyle. You understand? Mm. That means we are Christians, we are born again, we are going to heaven, but we are natural Christians Mm -hmm. because we are living by what we feel, what we see, what our carnal mind is dictating to us. Mm. And so that's why, you know, we live in fear, we live in worry, we live in you know, bitterness, because we are just going as carnal Christians. Mm. But God's will for us is to be supernatural Christians.
3: Mm.
2: New creation new species, you understand, that that never existed before. And for me, I'm so excited. I'm just in the beginning stages of understanding this revelation. But just that has kept me up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, wow, I'm I'm so excited that things are happening to me. You understand, Mm -hmm. that are supernatural. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to get into a lot, but I'm experiencing it more because I'm not now depending on my sight. And I'm learning to walk by faith. Yes. Because the Bible says, the just shall live by faith. Mm. Live by faith. That means everything we are doing is by faith wow. in what Christ has already done. And I know I'm justified because Jesus justified me through his blood. So, you know, the just shall live by faith. That's the calling that God has for us. Mm-hmm. In this world, to live as the sons and daughters of Jesus Christ you know, not living in the garbage bin of this world of worry and fear and anxiety and, you know, bitterness and grudge and you name it. That's that's not God's will for us to live because he already supplied everything. Mm -hmm. You know, all we have to do is get the knowledge, gain the knowledge of what God has already done. So that's what Paul was saying. And why is this that the eyes of understanding have to be enlightened? It says that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? See, once the eyes is opened, you understand it's not that we are some like super spiritual thing, but we shall understand what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, once you receive Jesus Christ, we are all saints, right? And see, without that that knowledge we will continue to live as a natural Christian. Then we die and we go to heaven and say, God, what happened? God is going to say, look, I supplied everything. You understand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gave you my word. All you have to do was to believe in those words and those things would have manifested in your life. Mm-hmm. You know. So these promises are not just sweet words that we think, oh, that's great. No, this is how it comes. Mm-hmm. And look at the next one
1: says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power?
2: Okay, so it's not just the riches that inherited. He's saying the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe. So we are the saints who believe. So it's not just riches, it's not that healing, it's not just supply, but even power... Mm. Uh, Towards us that God has already given us to who who believe. Mm -hmm. It's not according to our working. Because sometimes you think, oh, if I fast and I pray for a week, then the power is coming to me. Mm. You understand? But it's already given to us through what Jesus did on the cross for us. Right. It's already done. Healing, power, supply, emotional healing, peace, joy, love, is how we should be living every single day, no matter what the circumstances around us are. Yes. You understand? And so this is so beautiful. But when did this happen? It didn't happen in the Old Testament. You understand? It happened when Jesus was raised from the dead. Hmm. Not even when the disciples were around him. Not when Jesus died. It happened when Jesus was raised from the dead. Hmm. From that day onwards, every child of God has all of these promises Hmm already given to him, but he's, our part is to renew our mind mm. in the new creation and what has God supplied. Once our mind is renewed, in Romans 12, 2, it says you will be transformed.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, now It's not the prayer, of course prayer is important, but we think "Oh, just because I pray, now I'm transformed. But people pray for two days, come back and still not transformed. Mm-hmm. But once your mind is renewed to this truth, this knowledge, then Everything that Jesus died for us to have starts manifesting in our life.
1: one of Pthul's best loved songs Out of the Darkness well Melvin you've certainly helped shed more light on some of these verses that you've been sharing with us on this fascinating topic of the new creation I think we're going to have to let you go now otherwise you'll miss your ride to Ginger but at least you've been able to share this much I believe there's probably a lot more that you can share so oh, yes, we'll so need-
2: probably like three classes of all right more. Yeah. good all right
1: <laughs> so we'll have uh, part two and three yes. of this class yes. which we will record when you get back
2: so for the time being just meditate on the fact that you are a new creation mm-hmm. you are a new creature and the nature of God is already provided to you and so as you meditate on it you will see a big transformation mm-hmm. on getting to experience the new creation mm-hmm. and my prayer is with you that the eyes of your understanding will be open that you will be able to receive this and know what Christ has already supplied for you. And so your prayer life is going to be now changing to say, God, thank you for supplying so-and-so thing for me and help it to manifest in my in my daily life. And that will happen 100%. Okay. It might take a little time, but it is going to happen. So God bless you, and thank you, Simon, for having me. I'm so happy to be here, and I want to share this truth with as many people as I can. God bless
0: You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world.
1: Well, we'll be sure to catch Melvin when he comes back from Ginger and before he heads off to Tanzania and record the rest of what he has to share on this topic of the new creation. And before he returns to the US, I want to try filming a few of his classes and make them available on YouTube I also know that the local Christian African TV stations here would love to broadcast them. So please do pray for that. Now, I do have a little time left, so I want to put in a bit of an appeal here to any of you who listen to this show regularly, being blessed by it, If you might like to consider pledging a small donation monthly that would help keep our ministry running. Nightlight, it's a show that I just make... At my own initiative, try to be faithful with the gifts and the calling that the Lord has given me. And over the years, it's been freely available. It's not the only ministry we have here. We also record audio Bibles in various African tribal languages and have recorded four full Bibles and 16 New Testaments over the past four years in the tribal languages of Uganda, Tanzania. Ethiopia. We did one from Malawi, and also last year, one from Benin. And all these, of course, take funding and support. And over the past couple of years, maybe because of world economic conditions, our support has dropped off quite a bit, which is why I'm making this appeal for help, if you can. You know, we have so many hundreds of people who listen regularly to this show. And even if half of them or less sent even 5 or $10 a month. It would make an enormous difference to our finances and help us to do so much more. How to send? Well, you can send by PayPal, seems to be the easiest way. And you can send to Melvin's PayPal account. By the way, your donations also help to pay for Melvin's air tickets and expenses uh, coming here to Uganda. And then Melvin, he collects our PayPal donations and sends it on to us. So the email to send is davjo34 at gmail.com. That's d-a-v-j-o-3-4 at gmail.com. Well, I'm actually glad that Melvin had to run off before the end of the show. And it gave me time to explain that to you. I've seldom... Actually, maybe never made a pitch for funds on this show. But this time, I feel I need to. And if you're in a position to help, well, we'll be very thankful because the show must go on. Praise the Lord. Okay, there's still more time. And let me leave you with this beautiful song from Joanna Dooley, written and produced by Michael Dooley. I was listening to this song this morning. It was just so comforting, so beautiful. I just want to share it with you. Praise the Lord. It's called Safe Haven. Just close your eyes and picture yourself coming at last to the end of life's journey and arriving safely in heaven. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Bye-bye.
0: On far distant shore Wild waves roar with the song of the seafarers in brave sailors cry.